first to Banks Peninsula, where Environment Canterbury concedes an oil spill near a marine reserve hasn't been able to be contained. Aerial observations are set to get underway to work out the extent of the situation, but weather is limiting a containment operation. The 25-metre-long Ostro Carina crashed into the rocks and ran aground at Canterbury Shell Bay, which is on the eastern coast of the peninsula, on Sunday night. The four crew made it to shore and had to be winched out by helicopter. The spill involving 10,000 litres of diesel and 400 litres of hydraulic fluid is not able to be contained and is inaccessible due to severe weather. ECAN's hope is that diesel will be broken up by strong waves and the effect minimised. But the spill is close to the Akaroa Marine Reserve and the area is home to protected species like the Little Boo Penguin and Hector's Dolphins, among others. Andy Thompson is Doc's Mahanui Operations Manager and is with us first. Kia ora, Andy. Morning, Captain. I understand you've been at the scene. Can you describe what you see? Sure. Um, our vessel, Kahukura, with um, three crew on board, were one of the first to the scene yesterday morning um, and spent a, a good part of the day um, at the site of the wreck, um, just assessing the condition of the wreck, um, providing information back to ECAN and back to ourselves on the potential for wildlife affected. Um, in terms of what you see when you're, when you're there on site, um, you see a lot of sea cliffs, a lot of big rocky reefs, uh, bouldery beaches covered with seals, and you see a lot of seabirds and you see um, a lot of dolphins in the water. So it's a pretty spectacular spot. What about the spill? Uh, well, that's near good news, um, and I'm sure fishermen don't go out there to park their boats on the rocks. Um, but having uh, diesel fuel uh, in the water, but more importantly, that hydraulic fluid is the, is the more dangerous stuff. Having that stuff in the water with marine life and with seabirds is, yeah, it's a bit of a disaster. Uh, is, the, is the hydraulic fluid released, do we know? Uh, I don't know about the hydraulic fluid. Um, we definitely know the diesel diesel fuel is uh, is spilling into the marine environment um, and is actually making its way quite a long way along the coast on tide lines and things like that. But there's certainly plenty of evidence that, that there's plenty of diesel in the water and we'd expect that to increase over the next few days. So what is your role? I appreciate that the Harbour Master and um, I think a regional council response team will, when they can... Endeavour containment, or is it just too late for that? Normally, you would put booms out, but you know, is, is the horse bolted? <laughs> um, I'll ask one question at a time. The um, our role is basically to support ECAN and ECAN's response. So we're working very closely with MAPAR and the ECAN Harbour Master team, and, and they're doing they're doing a good job. Um, in terms of the biodiversity, obviously, we've got quite a strong. Uh, opinion on on the biodiversity and responsibility around biodiversity both in the marine environment and land environment and we've got specific statutory responsibilities for the there's actually two marine reserves along that coast there's the Akaroa Marine Reserve and the Pahatu Marine Reserve which is closest and um, the whole thing's happening inside a marine mammal sanctuary as well so that sanctuary's there to protect Hector's dolphin. Right and so your role, because just to, just let's just explain to people what is being endeavoured. Am I correct that it's the Harbour Master and ECAN who will respond when and if they can? Um, and my point is, is it too late now for them to undertake a, a, a containment um, process? 
the oil's out there, the horse is bolted. Yeah, I think we're going to see... Diesel, forgive me. Yeah, I I think we've we've got diesel spilling into the marine environment. Um, There's 10,000 litres on board that vessel. I suspect um, over the next few days, most of that um, in some shape or form is going to end up in the the marine environment. Um, The ability to contain um, oil spills in that rugged and very active wave environment is is really, really low. Um, even getting access um, to that bay either by either by aircraft or by vessel is going to be really limited over the next two two to three days. Um, even even ground crews are going to struggle to get in there. So your ability to deploy equipment um, and have that equipment functioning well in place um, is pretty limited. So when it comes to the response with respect to impacted wildlife, what is possible? So we've got a um, we've got a, a team of three dock staff heading out um, this afternoon, um, and they'll be going out. Our main concern is around our little blue penguin. Uh, we we've done a bit of an assessment. We think they would respond best to to rehab if they're affected. Uh, some of the marine species like spotted shags, probably won't respond well um, if they get coated in oil. Um, so that's that's very sad and upsetting. Uh, but little blue penguins are quite robust and they will respond well to rehabbing. Now the little blues will swim out in the morning and, and feed for a couple of days at sea and then they'll swim back in the, in the evening. Sometimes they raft up in that environment and come in on the dusk. Uh, so what we're going to be doing is focusing our effort on little blue penguins. Um, but we've also got, got to be pretty careful about putting people on the beach um, and, and I want to make sure they're there in daylight hours um, and not wandering around that sort of environment at night with rough sea conditions in place. So, yeah, the team will go out today and do an assessment um, and start to recover birds if we can and plan our approach for the next few days. Do we have any idea of numbers? I'm trying to get a sense of scale of possible impact on some of these species, or risk of anyway. Yeah, um, that's a good question. It's it's going to be hard to see because it's not accessible to the public um, and it's not very accessible at all. Um, it's a rich environment uh, for seabirds and marine life. Um, I, I can't give you any specifics, uh, numbers... Um, yeah, that's. Um, we know the area is very popular with fur seals, very popular with Hector's dolphins, very popular with little blue penguins. Um, it's one of the last homes for yellow-eyed penguins on the peninsula, um, and they're they're struggling enough as it is. Um, so sometimes the numbers aren't always important. It's also about how critical the species are. Is it difficult for you to even get in there? Just explain, and also if the weather is impacting that at the moment. Yeah, we, we were able to have our vessel on the water and quite close to the wreck yesterday, but we won't even get our vessel on the water today um, or for the next few days. So that's that's how inaccessible that is. In terms of access to the coast, the, the vessel's sitting below a sea cliff, um, and those are volcanic sea cliffs, so that's a big, sharp, you know, sort of 100-metre-style um, sea cliff. Um, there are little beaches and bays um, around the area and we will have access to some of those but even that access is mostly going to be on foot. The seals, will they be impacted and how so? 
Um, seals probably will be impacted because they'll end up swimming through some of the contaminants. Um, it's not just the, the um, liquid contaminants either. It's um, things like fishing nets and um, all the fishing equipment that's on board those vessels that potentially ends up in the in the sea as well. Um, so, you know, we want to do a good job of making sure we can get as much of that sort of stuff out of the water too. So seals will be definitely affected, um, yeah, as well as well the, the seabird species. When it comes to any effort to try and deal with the vessel in contain, I, I hear you talking about the, the hydraulic fluid, which I understand is probably the, the worst issue. Um, are you, is, is there anything that could happen were the weather to enable it? What's the latest you're hearing? Yeah, um, in terms of containment, I, I mean, we'd work with ECAN on that. Um, if there were, if the seas suddenly went flat and we had the ability to access that wreck, um, you know, there's a whole lot of equipment we'd be able to pull off it. In terms of the fuel oils and things like that, our, our, whether we could pump stuff out, um, it's all a bit hypothetical, to be honest, because unfortunately that's not the environment we're operating in. And so the weather forecast, um, what's, your, what, what, what's impacting that mostly at the moment? What's the wind direction in, in the sort of weather conditions, and are they forecast to remain? Yeah, they're actually forecast to worsen. Um, uh, so they're, they're picking up today, and I think I heard your weather forecast say gale force winds um, in sort of South Marlborough. We know we've got that big front coming from the north, We've also got um, swell building from the south, um, and so that's both a curse and a blessing um, in terms of dispersing the, the diesel fuel, um, but that weather's going to prevent us getting to the site, um, to the wreck for the next, possibly until Friday. And in terms of ECAN's hope, the diesel will be broken up by strong waves. Again, is it less the diesel and more the hydraulic fluid that's really focusing your mind? Um, I mean, one's really toxic, and and there's a lot of the other one. Um, <laughs> Understood. <laughs> so neither are great, um, but there's probably very little we can do about the diesel at this stage. Have you got specialists or others who can come in and and assess you? Just because it's three, as you know, um, three working around <laughs> the clock at the moment. About is there any anyone else who can come in and assist? Or again, is everyone up against um, the same challenge, which is just not being able to you know, to, to get there. Yeah, there's no look, there's no shortage of volunteers and, and we're also in touch uh, with the Massey University and, and National Marine Response um, Team as well and getting advice from them and they've been fantastic. Uh, the reality is it's a really tough environment and just putting anybody into that environment to recover seabirds um, in the dark is, you know, it's going to endanger um, more people. So... We need to um, do our operations um, carefully, thoughtfully, um, and do the best we can for the marine life. Thank you, Eddie Thompson's Docks Mahanui Operations Manager. That is the region that we're talking about. Shireen Helps is the owner and founder of Pōhatu Penguins, a wildlife tour company on Banks Peninsula. Just again, this particular site, uh, Shell Bay, is on the eastern coastal side of uh, the peninsula, uh, sort of the outer coast, if I can put it that way. Uh, Shireen, good morning and welcome. Oh, hello. Yes, uh, this, good morning. This is a stressful day for you, an upsetting day. Um, sorry, what, what? Is this a stressful day for you, an upsetting day? 
Um, well, I mean, you know, we're very, very worried about what's going to happen. Um, at the moment, it's not affecting us, but, um, you know, we've got um, close to a thousand breeding pair of penguins here. And unfortunately, they're right at the um, stage of um, chicks hatching and um, or sitting on eggs. So if they do get affected, um, yes, we can save the adults, but we're going to lose a whole breeding season. Tell me a little bit more about your penguin colony, please, and your history with it. Right, well, we've been, um, I mean, we, when we bought the farm, we found out we bought a penguin colony. So <laughs> <laughs> we've sort of been um, protecting penguins pretty much um, right from the year uh, dot, but we stepped it up about, oh, 35 years ago and um, started really extensive predator control to keep the predators out of the colony. And, of course, the penguins responded with um, increase. Um, increasing numbers and um, yeah it's been a big success story um, but yeah there's, there's always the possibility of disasters like this and this is one that we've actually really been worried about that might happen um, because there was actually a very very close call with a cargo ship um, and this was a few years ago and um, there was nobody at the helm of this cargo ship and it came straight into Damon's Bay uh, which is a bay just around from us. My son and neighbour were working up on the headland and, of course, it approached the um, coast. Suddenly all the alarms started ringing and everybody started running around all over the decks, tried to stop the darn thing, but by the time they stopped it, it was actually in the entrance of Damon's Bay and um, my um, son and... Um, the neighbour were looking right down on the deck of it. Goodness. So I mean, it's, they, a, it's, they a, it's a transit area. It it's a transit area, obviously, and that one went AWOL. With this, with this yeah. event that's now happened, how close is the penguin colony to the spill? Oh, too close for comfort. I mean, it's, it is around the coast a bit, but, um, you know, if we get um, weather coming from the uh, northeast, it's going to push it straight our way. Um, so, yeah, it sounds like we're getting this northerly drawing down, um, which is exactly what we don't need. Are you cooperating with Doc? I mean, who's going to help, perhaps, if there is a, a, you know, a risk of impact on the colony? Well, we, we have got a good team here. And if need be, we will be picking penguins up at night. I mean, you know, we've, we've got a beach here and, um, you know, we, um, we know the area very, very well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's going to be important if we've got chicks big enough to save um, to make sure that they don't get oiled. Um, so, yeah, um, Some... well, we'll do what we can, but we do have a good team and we have a couple of friends who worked um, on oiled penguins, big oil spill, um, um, was it? I'm not sure whether it was Africa or mm. South America. So all um, hands to the deck, so to speak. Shireen, thank you. All the yeah. best. We'll keep in touch. Thank you. Shireen Helps is the owner and founder of Pohatu Penguins Wildlife Tour Company on Banks Peninsula. But as you can see, their land, their property has a colony of, I think did she say, a thousand breeding pairs of little blues.